but it doesn't thrill me half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Oh, I love to go out fishing in a river or a creek, but I don't enjoy it half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Come on and dance with me.
Yes, it is good to be alive. Melda um, Man, you are listening to Paul on the Sound of Musical Curiosity at the Mutiny Pirate Ship. Arr! In the Mission, 21st and Florida. And today I am playing all positivity pop and motivational music uh, to raise the mood a little because people are a little bit squirrely. Some people are a little bit stressed out, understandably. Um, yeah, so if you're listening, thanks a lot for tuning in, and I hope this music helps you get through whatever it is you're going through, whatever sort of quarantine you're in, but make sure you uh, do stay active uh, and, again, away from it. Now, when uh, problems come along, situations, issues you have to deal with and sort of manage and fix, well, there's one way to handle them, and that's buck up and huck it. Here's Wiley in the Wild West with Buck Up and Huck It on Pop Off the Sound of Musical Curiosity. If the bear comes back, Cause you're dancing on the clouds. Well, it's 5 a.m. and the telephone rings. It's your neighbor to the west, just awakened from a dream. Says the steer you've been missing for the last three years is now grazing in his garden, nibbling on the ears of his grand prize corn. He starts into bitching. You said, buck up and huff it, bub. Your fence needs fixing. You're the 
day was gonna be If I had a mountain top I know we would never stop Climbing way high up to look and see If I had a jellyfish Bet you we would never miss A single peanut butter kiss or squeeze If I had a waterfall It might not make no sense at all That won't matter much to you and me You are listening to Pop Off the Sound of Musical Curiosity here at the Mutiny Pirate Ship in the Mission. I am your host, Bear, and we are doing a lot of uh, upbeat music today. Because as I said, mood is a little bit, uh, well, it's a mix of down and screw. Um, and the only way I know how to fight that is with music. Well, that was quite a set at the top. Wiley in the Wild West, buck up and huck it. Oh, I love that song. Followed by the classic 
Rebel Rouser by Dwayne Eddy, and then we had one of the few women on the Sun Records label roster, Barbara Pittman. I'm going, I'm getting better all the time. And that was followed by Shirley and Lee with the 50s classic, Let the Good Times Roll, and at the end, Dwight Yoakam with Waterfall. And I want to make a correction at the top of the show. It was Benny Goodman with Sing Sing Sing. It was, in fact, from 1937. I was only five years off. Anyway, up now, uh, going into the 1960s for a little sunshine pop from L.A., it's the Turtles with Happy Together. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. If I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you belong to me, release my mind. Imagine how the world could be so very fine. So happy together. Toss the dice, it had to be the only one for me. 
That was the impressions. We're a winner. Uh, before that, the Supreme Stoned. Love. A good message there. And then uh, the second song that he did. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was the third song that he did. The Exciters, which Reaching for the Best. Um, the Exciters, probably best known for Tell Him. Big 60s hit. Uh, Wilbert Harrison, number two. Let's work together, and yes, let's work together. Uh, all this stuff we got to figure out. And at the top, the Turtles with Happy Together. And we enter now the second hour of your positivity pop and motivational music. And with that, we continue into the 70s with the classic, that uh, the great sing-along, if you know the words, and you know the words. Here are the young bloods with Let's Get It. Let's get together on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity here at the Mutiny Pirate Ship are in the mission.
It's time for Three Farm Madness with your host, Bear. Yes, it is time for Three Farm Madness, three great songs, one thing in common. And uh, these three songs all have the Beatles in common. The Beatles had a large number of very positive sort of come-together, uh, enjoy-the-day songs. And to start off our Three Farm Madness, it is the Beatles. 
with a good day, sunshine on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity. shady tree I love her and she's loving me she feels good she knows she's looking fine I'm so proud to know that she is mine good day sunshine good day sunshine good day sunshine good day sunshine
You are listening to Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity, and I am here at the Mutiny Pirate Ship Bar in the mission. We are well into the second hour of a motivational music and positivity pop, and that was a bit of an extended set and a great set at that. Uh, at the top, the Young Bloods, let's get it together. You all know that song. Come on, people now, smile on your brother. Everybody get together, try to love one another right now. Um, I would say skip the trying and just do it. Uh, after that, we had the Zombies with This Will Be Our Year, a fantastic song that uh, I discovered just this year. And then it was Three for Madness, The Beatles. Three great songs, all one thing in common. The Beatles started that off with Good Day Sunshine, followed by Stevie Wonder with his cover of We Can Work It Out. A hit for him in 1970, and then the Hawaiian-style band with Getting Better, which led us into a set of stone-cold reggae, rocksteady, and ska, starting it off with the, the three queens of reggae, known as the I-3s. They were the backup band for, the backup band, the backup singers for Bob Marley, but each legendary reggae stars in their own right. First was Judy Mowat with Les Stance. Then it was Bob's wife, Rita Marley, with One Draw. And Judy Mowat with I Shall Sing. Judy Mowat, one of the few uh, female reggae stars to pen many of her own hits. And after that, it was Lloyd, Spiderman, Campbell, and Claudette with Queen of the World. And don't we all feel like Queen of the World some days in our life? And at the end... The Paragons with the fantastic Riding High on a Windy Day. Paragons, uh, most famous outside of Jamaica, for uh, the Blondie hit, The Tide is High, which was a cover of the Paragons hit. Well, now I'm sure you all have days where no matter what's going on, whatever station you're at in your life, you just feel like you can't lose. Well, you know who else can't lose? Rudy. It's the clash where the Rudy can't fail on Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity.
Truth is, I thought it mattered. I thought that music mattered. But does it bollocks? Not compared to how people matter.
how's it going, you phenomenal human being? Stealing that line from the uh, legendary Annalisa, formerly of the Cave Frog, yes, the uh, uh, lunchtime hour show. Oh, those were the days when radio was, well, let's not get into that. Let's just uh, talk about some great music at the end, the classic Break My Stride, but that was a little bit of an extended mix I edited. Love that tune. Before that, the Coors, So Young, the K-Class remix. I remember that one was a big one in the 90s. And then uh, Chumbawamba, Cub Thumping, preceded by Real Big Fish, covering Nothing But a Good Time, originally by Poison. And at the top... The Clash with Rudy Can't Fail, off of London Calling. And up next now is a song that uh, I play quite a bit uh, at home. And uh, I feel like if there's any justice in this music world, oh, this would this would have been dominating the charts on the mainstream Hot 100 for weeks if there was any justice. It's a band out of L.A., and it's a song perfect for the moment, perfect production, right in the zone. So why it isn't a hit, I don't know. But out of L.A., here is Wild with It Only Gets Better. On Pop Off, the sound of musical curiosity here at the Mutiny Pirate Shafar in the Mission. <laughs> No. 
preschool teacher, preschool helper. Forgot to turn the microphones off. So we're in the six o'clock hour. It's joke workshop, but it's not joke workshop because no one's coming to joke workshop. I got in trouble on bacon. We'll talk in a minute. Travis be having me, then he told the people you 
who call me your majesty keep your vanity charged you know it won't stick yo and it's not his fault you kid slow should have let your trick hold chick hold your sick glow plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go and you know i know that's a bunch of snow the beat is so butter keep the slow cutter as he utter the calm flow don't talk about my mom yo sometimes he rhyme quick sometimes he rhyme slow or vice versa whip up a slice of nice verse pie hit it on the first try villain the worst guy spot hot tracks like spot a pair fat asses shots of the scotch mouth square shot glasses and he won't stop till he got the masses and show him what they know not through flows of hot molasses do it like the robots and head spin to boogaloo took a few minutes to convince the average boogaloo it's ugly like look at you it's a damn shame just remember all caps when you spell the man name Wig. Allegedly, the investigation is still ongoing in this pesky nation. He got the best con flowing. The pot doubles. Not even he got troubles. Madman never go like snot bubbles. end of the world's coming and we're all gonna die right pinky i can't so stress this enough but we're all gonna die yeah we're all gonna die yep well eventually oh, eventually i know that's what i was saying too we're all gonna die eventually but especially if the fema today wants to like have a drill and, and like throw m16s in my face <laughs> and say S- stay in your homes or oh you know what actually i don't give a shit y- y- you're outdoors it's it's free game. It's it's open season on anyone who is outdoors because you must be a threat to my safety, my grandmother's safety. Well, that's the. I mean, am I? I, I took the bus today. Took the bus here. Walked through the tenderloins. Am I a threat? What's the deal with the muni? Are they going to shut that down? No, they're keeping everything open. No, you're a threat to yourself if you I walk guess. through the tenderloins. But what are they? Are at I'm a threat point. to this. This I just don't understand how every time I undo all of those cords, they all get jumbled up again. It's just it's it's just entropy. It's the jumble note. It's entropy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you wanna do you want a mask? I don't want a mask either. They're clean. I I don't know. We've talked about it on the last hour. I, I ate, You're I not scared at all. I ate lunch today in a hospital cafeteria. 
Oh my god, why? Yeah. <laughs> because I've been making a lot of stops in, in like medical buildings and hospitals because they're moving shit around now. They're, they're, they're calling us, and I just had to stop at lunchtime. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Wait, you take, like, legal documents and, like, yeah. blueprints and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, you had a lot of work today. Yeah, yeah, I was slamming. Going to hospitals. Patient uh-huh. zero. A lot dude, of hospitals, a lot dude, of, you dude, are I have a video, I took a video of these two doctors walking around, like, in literal biohazard suits, carrying these, like, boxes that were wrapped in plastic. They look like they, they were vaccines. No way. Uh, they weren't vaccines, yeah. but they looked like they were vaccines. Was it a red box or a blue box? White. Just, it was just white. Just to let people know as we spread misinformation sometimes. No, no. That's what, I wanna, that's what we should do d- during the entirety of the lockdown is just spread fake news about the contagion. Well, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> if all of what you're saying is <laughs> completely true, you are the life you you are the the main line to a- everything that would be causing or helping any of this at this point. Oh yeah. Serve on spreading fake news. That's really yeah. really been happening for Sorry. months now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, w- when PG and E was when they w- were having their fire shit, they were there because they're, they're one of our clients too. Mm-hmm. So they would send documents to the uh, CPUC, which is the Commission of Protective. Urinary cocks or something. I don't know what it is, but okay. it's, it's something. CPUC. CPUC. PG&E to CPUC. It's a hockey word. Whoa. Like big-ass, big-ass bricks, tons of documents. Like oh. Oh, shit. That's the insurance. I've thought about, like, just what would happen if I just tossed them into the bay. <laughs> and the answer is probably they would just print out more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're close enough to kill a federal judge last Tuesday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, th- uh, there's. Uh, that's why I wrote my little book about like messenger assassins. Is that you really are moving around like they sensitive s- shit? They let me sneak my scissors in too to the courtroom now. No way. Yeah, they don't even look at the fucking screen. What when about I go your little? S- just what about your little scalpel? My scalpel, my scalpel, my scissors. I bring them in now. I used to hide them under my bike. But Dude, now should I don't. you be or telling everyone in the world this? Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's a 400 McAllister. The uh, the federal building at Golden Gate where they have the Marshals and shit. They're mm-hmm. such fucking assholes. You can't even bring a dime bag of weed in there. I kind of have a sore throat. From kissing my cheek? Oh, no, I went. It was. It's I went from into last the federal building with shrooms once Sam. accidentally. What? I went into. I went into the federal building once with shrooms accidentally. I didn't know that they were in my bag. Five 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 Golden Gate. And, and I, yeah, I put it through that because because there's a there's a post office in the bottom of that and there's no other post office in the Tenderloin, and I had to send. I was sending I was sending marijuana food to a friend. <laughs> anyway, so I went down to <laughs> so I went and I my little bag goes through or whatever, and I do my business and everything else, and I go to the the post office and send my little box, and then I'm like 20 minutes away. I'm on my way to the station. I'm like, oh my god, I've got mushrooms in my bag, and I just walked into a federal building. They didn't they didn't they didn't fuck with me. Yeah. I was very lucky. But, uh, yeah. You're going to make mushrooms legal. Good. I'm, gonna, I'm, g- I'm so glad I have all those mushrooms. I have to stay indoors. All Do you still have all th- that, that big so bag? So big, of course. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, w- I worry about is uh, giving my worst ideas about how to conduct oh, okay. yourself as a human being and having that go out to the masses 
and having that be an example of what is you know okay to do because I've talked about like on in my sets I've talked ab- about like putting something on toilet paper because it's the wild wild west in the bathroom anything goes I guess you could bring your own toilet paper and be what safe do you mean that way something yeah on the t- like putting anthrax on the yeah, toilet like paper that's yeah. what I was thinking like a contagion anything or something. anything you can anything. do that with, you can do that with so many things you could drop acid into like a public water f- not a public water fountain but like you know those big jugs they have at Mexican restaurants? You could put like 500 drops into that thing and fuck everybody up that comes through. Yeah. But then and no one would be, be able to put it together. You'd be expanding the their fucking minds. Yeah, you would. True. You wouldn't be ruining their lives. No, well, there's some ca- there's some cases where like I heard about this one Never girl, her boyfriend. I it's my story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the girl right. That I, heard I taught from. and she was yes. in my special ed class. She that hit me so hard. She was emotionally disturbed because she was a typically developing child. And her ex-boyfriend was mad at her and dosed her 7-Up with 40 hits of liquid acid and didn't tell anybody. What and nobody nobody knew. So she went to the hospital and she was freaking out. And she was like, I saw – she told me stories. She's like, I saw God. I saw the devil. The hosp- like, she's like, hospitals are fucked up places. And they didn't – nobody knew mm-hmm. for like two weeks that she was on acid. They put her in the insane – like they <laughs> – they, nobody – I was like, doctors couldn't what? fucking figure that out. But, it but was what a terrible idea to bring someone on acid to a hospital. You should bring them to Joshua Tree they or didn't something. Like they, didn't cool know they didn't know she was on acid. That's the whole thing is that he did it without anybody knowing, and her parents didn't know, and it wasn't anything that she would have ever done. And so it was so out of character that nobody thought at that time that it, was, it could be something like that. They thought she just had some crazy psychic break, and she didn't know that she'd done it, and she was fucking losing well, her sh- goddamn she mind. She should have listened to her parents when they told her to stop hanging out with Tyler. You know? <laughs> 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 so it was awful for her, and she ended up – it ended up fucking her up for, for life, really. She, was, she had trouble at a bunch of different schools, and the last I heard, she was doing one of those work programs where you, like, fill sandbags and stuff for the government for money in California or whatever, like outdoor work stuff. Was that MK Ultra? Is that that project? I don't know what it's called, but she attacked the, her boss guy with a pickaxe because he, <laughs> <laughs> he triggered her because she'd been sexually assaulted and all this other stuff had oh happened, and so, so be she careful got about revealing oh. too much about. Oh, I don't even remember her name. And this oh. was from this was a, this was a student I had when I, in 1998. I mean, I remember oh. the school and I remember 1998, but I can't be specific about anything more than that. But I do remember all of that. Jeez. I taught a lot of kids. It's hard. It's hard to remember all the comedians' names, let alone all the kids you ever taught. So that was like the new basket weaving class for people with with their mental disorders. Oh, I used to teach. I used to teach students with emotional disturbance for a while. I was a California clerical school teacher. It's one of the things I used to do. Yeah, but. How did she get the pickaxe? She was like mining. Yeah, uh, oh. she was great mining. They gave it to her. She was working <laughs> with it. She was working with it. They were doing outdoor work, and they all were filling sandbags or something, and that's something that you could do in Sacramento. Like if you fucked up in school and they didn't know what to do with you, there were – and she'd already been through my the program I was teaching. Like there was nowhere else to put her, and Juvie wasn't going to work. Oops, you want to be on the mic. Thank you. There's an on-off switch on that too. You have to flip it on. I'm sorry. Is it? Is right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that on? Okay. Okay. Good. But uh, she's emotionally disturbed and she's going crazy and they don't know what to do with her, so give her a (laughs) pickaxe. 
Yeah, well, see, she was working outside, <laughs> and and I guess her boss guy touched her butt or something, and she flipped on him. <laughs> <and> oh, <laughs> fuck that guy! I would do that too. Guaranteed. So there, there were problems. Anyway. Beyond the acid. Beyond the acid. Well, that then that's the thing is that once you become one of those kids and you're in like special ed classes and stuff, it's kind of hard to get out of them. Well, that's happened to so many people. I'm just uh, people going through so much. I guess acid frenzies or whatever, where they get locked in. Sid Barrett from uh, Pink Floyd, he went nuts and too much acid. Too much acid. He was Ch- the Charles Manson. Charles, Charles, Charles Manson, too much acid. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to that, but yeah, too much acid there too. Did Jer- is Jeremy still around? No, he too much acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gone. Okay, I was just checking. Well, yeah, it's checking. so funny. Like the, it's weird. It's weird the way that you think about acid as you're going through it. Like, when I was younger, I thought acid was the devil. It was going to melt your brain. And then I took it, and I felt like I had been lied to my whole life about acid. And then I started taking it more and more, and then it started to do less, less good. Like, there were diminishing returns on it. Oh, yeah. And then it gets to a place where you're like, when should I stop taking it? It's a certain tolerance buildup that you you get, and you have to take more to feel it. Well, you don't learn the same stuff that you learned when you first took it. And that's wha- that was one of the greatest things for me with taking it. That's like why you try mescaline next. And yeah. And you're like, oh, this isn't good enough. Let's try GBH or whatever, GHB G- or whatever. GHB is not. It's, that's <laughs> weird. It's a weird drug. It is. But you feel drunk and then it changes. <laughs> it's it's not. I, there's ketamine. I, well, you're Almost on your ketamine. ketamine. <laughs> I had two weeks where I drank a lot of ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> I just hung out with these people that were doing ketamine. I don't know. It's not really a fun drug. Like, it I doesn't d- do I anything. I it's, I like, agree. softer than wheat. Like, I grew up, and there was a song called Getting Stuck in the K-Hole or Kids in the K-Hole. K-hole yeah. That whole song was just like, oh, you get stuck, and then you feel like, oh, there's all euphoria and all this, but you con- constantly – you don't <laughs> even know what's real, and that would be a horrible reality. Well, that's that, that would probably be the only thing that would convince me to actually do more ketamine is the fact that I might – permanently be high on it that's <laughs> sounds like a pretty good bang for your buck there matthew cork is back you know yeah, i'm sorry that that sound i'm sorry to, i'm that my voice had the wrong intonation that i didn't mean to sound sad i now feel <laughs> i should address the fact that i took a crap or something like oh i didn't know i can't i have no sense of smell so it's not gonna I well i didn't take it there's in a, the room uh, there's here. matches in there there's I matches did you know it's about not about, about it's that like you made a, a point like why weren't you here earlier? Well, now uh, okay. <laughs> so where were you, buddy? Well, the intonation in in there's matches in there. <laughs> way more excited. Now, please leave the podcast. I'm not worried about using a stick. I'm worried about the studio audience being like, why weren't you, you were just there? Why why were you gone for ten minutes? Well, um, I'm still debating on whether. I guess if I. Don't take the bus and I walk here. I can be here during the day. There's no difference of me being here than being at my house. Like I'm inside and no one else is here. Well, right now there's people here, but none of you people are people that I haven't. Like We're also not really touching or anything. Right. You know, wh- what's the deal with people just uh, gathering in other people's houses? And apartments? Not supposed to. We're not supposed to gather, and no one's supposed to gather anywhere together. Is there a limit? Except on your the immediate gathering? family. And there, people can't sit. People can't that. sit for restaurants now. Everything has to be takeout if they're going to 